Today, how to rewire your brain, eliminate negative thoughts, and lead the life God intended. Right now on Jewish Voice with Jonathan Burnus. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice. I'm Jonathan Burnus. Did you know that you can change your brain with your mind? Our guest today has proven that in 21 days, you can actually change the way that your brain functions. The way you think will determine the way you live. Please welcome back author and neuroscientist, Dr. Caroline Leaf. Welcome back. Thank you. So good to be back. Thank you. I just, I just discovered something very interesting about you before oh. the program, that you were oh, born good. in Zimbabwe. Yes, I was. Which is one of the places that we're very focused. We, we, there's a I tribe there called the Lemba. I, I was just be yes. began to tell you this. Jewish people that have preserved their identity for, well, for centuries. They have their own butchers, they have their own, they, they, they circumcise their children, they don't intermarry, and they've been living in the bush of Zimbabwe for hundreds of years, retaining their identity without understanding it, and now we've been holding medical clinics there, and oh, thousands have, incredible. literally Thank thousands have prayed with us. That's wonderful. So you have to Thank come you. back and visit. Of course. You really I do. Have, I, I can't wait to do that. It's wonderful. Well, I, I have been so affected by the last two programs by reading oh. your book. Uh, it's just amazing, the concept that we can actually change our brain with our mind. I want you to go back and introduce that. We can change our brain with our mind. Well, we're not victims of our biology. We are, victims, we are victors over and above our biology. So where your mind goes, your brain follows. So as you're choosing, you are actually changing the structure of your brain. So if you've gone through traumas in the past and you've had labels put on you and you've told you've got some kind of chronic disease like bipolar, that first of all, that bipolar is not a disease. Secondly, it's not chronic, which means long-term because bipolar is a, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a, I'm just giving that as one example, is a symptom of an underlying neurochemical chaos in the brain, which is the, is the symptom of an underlying mind issue. So it always goes back to the mind. The mind has supremacy over the brain. So once we deal with the mind, Mind, then the biology changes. So those symptoms are not, um, things like bipolar are not diseases, they're not genetic things, they're not, they are actually just symptoms showing that there's a breakdown in the way that the brain is functioning. Just to recap, there's the, the, to, to, to uh, make clear the dichotomy between the, the mind and the brain, they're different things. They're totally different things, they're not the same. We spirit, soul, body, and our soul is our mind and our body is basically the brain and the body. They're totally separate. And what's going on in your brain is coming from what you're thinking about. Does the, does, so the mind changes the brain, reshapes yes. the brain. Yes. And does it require a change in our brain to experience a change in our body? Yes, your brain, so it's change? mind to brain, brain to body. So it's, as, as you're thinking, that thought's forming in your brain and it's impacting all 75 to 100 trillion of your cells in an instant. Well, faster than an instant at quantum speed. So fast that we, we battle to even understand that. So you change your environment of your Spirit entire body. Spirit-controlled mind. Mind, mind controls brain, body. changed brain, changed body. Exactly. So it's That's spirit, how it works. spirit to soul to body and Holy Spirit to spirit to soul to body. So we need to choose to listen to the Holy Spirit and Very then we make good decisions. Good, clear progression. Yes. Now you made a, gave us a stunning statistic yesterday that I want you to repeat. And I believe if I'm getting right, 75 to 98% of sickness is the result of th our thinking, of yep. the mind. So even, for example, like can the cancers, 
the latest research shows that's 98% from what's going on in the mind. So in other words, we can't control the events and circumstances of our life because life happens and they're a result of other people's choices. But what we can control are our reactions. So how we react to things is going to determine the physical state of our brain and our body. People that are watching can actually begin a, a, a sequence of change exactly. today. What you wire, what you've wired in through choice, through your mind, you can wire out. So you can choose to wire in what at you. At any time, any age. At any time, any age, our brain is constantly growing and improving. The more we use it, the better it gets. So it's waiting for. It just responds to our mind. It's a respondent. It, it, it's the substance through which we we push our thought life. We're going to talk further about how to do that, the practical how tos. But I want to jump to stress and how stress affects us. Stress is harmful, right? Stress is very good for you. So I've got you there. You have stress to say that is, again. Stress Whoa. is, <laughs> you like look shocked. Stress is, everyone thinks stress kills. Stress, stress doesn't kill. Stress is extremely good for you. When you're stressed, you're focused, you're alert, your blood vessels around your heart dilate, you get more blood flow to your brain, you get more oxygen in your brain, a whole 1400 different chemical reactions that are happening in your body Go, go like they should, and, and you're in this state of high alert, etc., etc. You're building memories, you're functioning like this super, super design that God's given us. The problem is, is in how you actually react. So if you react well, we move into stress. If we react badly, we move into toxic stress, which is stage two and stage three of stress. So stage one of stress is healthy stress. It's we, we in and out of it all the time. We go through cycles all the time peaks and you know, ebbs and flows, so these cycles of focusing and being alert. So if you have a situation and you perceive that situation, how you perceive that situation will determine whether you are going to have a healthy or toxic reaction. So my understanding so, correctly, you're saying that the circumstance of stress, the environment of stress, is a healthy environment, but the way that we deal it with it will either be help promote health or promote this. The stress, stress is related to us. The environment out there can be great or hu a huge mess, and normally it's a combination of both because life is not as clean as what we'd like it to be. So um, that, what I'm saying is that we designed to handle that, and that's what the research says. We designed to manage that situation so we, by our reactions. So it doesn't mean that you know if something bad happens to you that you're going to be thrilled about it. It means that you're going to rejoice despite the circumstances. It means that you're not going to fall apart and just give up and, and, and just just get lost in the whole situation. That's the incorrect reaction. The reaction is, yes, this is terrible. What am I going to do? I'm going to pray. I'm going to this. I'm going to that. So whatever you, your reaction is going to be very strongly based on your belief system. We just have a minute left. I want to talk about, uh, in this segment, talk about multitasking, uh, good or bad. It's bad for us, and it's, we're not designed to multitask. Your brain doesn't multitask. Your brain is designed to do one thing at a time. We're designed to do busy well. So we're designed to do things fast, one after another, and we're designed to, even if we don't finish one thing, to be able to kind of close it off for a moment, go to the next thing. People that multitask, it causes brain damage, it lowers the IQ. People that think they multi, no one can multitask, but people that think they are multitasking and are jumping around chaotically, it's lowering IQ, causing brain damage, affecting how we function, Affecting emotions, etc. Et is that all? So, is that all? My goodness. Well, I, ho I hope you're paying close attention. When we come back, we're going to talk about detoxing your brain. 21 days to actually change your thinking permanently. And later, you'll meet a passionate member of our team here at Jewish Voice who's done an extraordinary job developing congregations and leaders 
in countries we work like Ethiopia and Zimbabwe just ahead. Are you one of the millions of people who struggle with anxiety, weight gain, negative thoughts, high blood pressure? Now relief can be yours. Thanks to Dr. Caroline Leaf's groundbreaking book, Switch on Your Brain. Leaf is a renowned doctor whose research into neuroscience uncovered a secret that can lead you to live a happier, healthy life. You control your biology, your biology doesn't control you. Toxic thoughts can make you sick, but Switch on Your Brain will help you turn off those harmful thoughts today. The easy-to-follow 21-day plan guides you on a path to better living by combining science and scripture. Learn how to harness the power God put inside your brain and activate your body's own natural chemicals and hormones to renew your vim and vigor. God wants you to get your health back. Order Switch on Your Brain today. And when you do, we'll sow a special gift into your life, confessing the Hebrew scriptures, The Lord is Peace by Rabbi Jonathan Bernison. This book combines powerful peace scriptures and serene photographs to put you into a deep and restful place with God. Each scripture is written in English, Hebrew, and the transliteration from Hebrew. A CD including scriptures spoken in Hebrew enables you to learn correct pronunciation so you can confess the scriptures in Hebrew yourself. We will send you these two gifts for your donation of $40 or more. But your donation doesn't just get you two great resources to improve your life. Your donation enables Jewish Voice Ministries to help Jewish people in need around the world, like these Holocaust survivors in Israel and needy Jewish communities in Africa. Your donation helps us provide crucial medical, dental, and eye care to Jewish communities worldwide who suffer from poverty, disease, and despair. And most importantly, when you support Jewish Voice Ministries, you play an important role in fulfilling scripture, telling the Jewish people that their Messiah has come. Our outreaches to Jews in Argentina and the Ukraine have attracted thousands of Jews and their neighbors who heard the gospel for the very first time. They learned that Jesus is the Messiah their Hebrew ancestors had foretold in scripture because you gave. But there is so much more to do. Won't you help us? Remember, God said he will bless those who bless the Jewish people. Your gift of any amount will bless the Jewish people, but your gift of $40 or more will provide two great resources that can bless you, mind and body. Call the number on your screen now to partner with Jewish Voice. You can also click or write with your gift of support by going to our website, jvmi.tv, or writing to us at Jewish Voice, Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona, 85001. Please specify offer 1326 when giving $40 or more to receive your gifts. Call, click, or write today. Welcome back. We're continuing our conversation with Dr. Caroline Leaf, author of, really, it's, it's, it's an incredible book, Switch on Your Brain. And uh, I read this, and I appreciate the summaries, but it's just as we're talking, it's really bringing it to light. This book is amazing. And it will really, as I told you on the break, I think it will really help change the way you look at Scripture there, and, and the creative force of our, of our mind yes. and of our confession. Yes. L let me just ask you to, to, to talk about the creative force of speaking the Word of God because you mentioned it as part of the process well, uh, for change. What's very important is that whatever you're speaking, you've actually first thought. 
So when you read scripture, which in order to speak the word of God, you've taken the time to read scripture. So first of all, you've used your five senses to get it in your brain. And then you've thought about that as you meditate on scripture that plants it down deeply. And we're going to talk about the 21 day detox and that applies to scripture as you spend, if you just read a scripture once, it's gonna go. But if you read a scripture and you meditate on that repeatedly after a period of time and it's 21 days, that scripture is implanted, so now it's part of you. And then basically when you when, you, when that comes up into your conscious mind and you start speaking it, you're speaking something that's already implanted in you versus if you just you know hear it or say it, you don't take time to plant it. So things that are, and also another thing is if you believe, if you've taken time to really meditate on what, that scripture's, what the scripture means for you, and that takes time, it doesn't just happen in an instant. When and you've taken the time to really believe it, then when you speak it, you're speaking from what you believe. A lot of people will read a scripture, say some, say the scripture, um, in you know, just put it in their brain, so it's only there just temporally, and they say it, and they know that my God shall meet all my needs according to His riches in glory. They know that scripture; they've heard it so many times. But inside themselves, they're actually thinking. I don't know if this is really true. I think that's for everyone else out there. So they're saying it with a smile on their face, but inside they're believing something else. And that's called cognitive dissonance, where you actually haven't really believed what you've been reading. So you've got to make sure that there's... there's cog so you, you can keep saying that scripture over and over and over, but your belief system will dominate. So you have to get to a point where you say, hey, hang on, this has got to get out. This, the belief that God isn't going to meet my needs, that's got to go. And let me rebuild that he really is going... Do you see what I'm saying? It's work. It's not just microwave Christianity. This is work. God requires us to actually be really committed. That's why he says, pray continuously. Work at this thing day yeah. and night. This is an ongoing commitment. This, this, is a, this is a choice. This is a choice. And this is something that you have to actively pursue. Absolutely. So let's switch on your brain. Let's talk about flipping the switch to change us for the better, to uh, get free from sickness, to uh, deal differently with stress to uh, change the areas of our life that we really uh, are not happy with and are contrary to the way we know God wants us to, to behave uh, and think. You actually lay out a five-step program. Right? Uh, and you mentioned gather, focused reflection, write, revisit, active reach. Just talk a little bit about detoxing your brain. Okay, well, this is based on the research that I've done over the last 30 years, and I've created a theory on understanding how we build thoughts in our brain. Because my whole thing was that if your mind changes your brain, then how do we, um, that means your mind is building these thoughts in your brain. So what does it mean to build memory? What does that mean? How do you do it? And how can you influence? So this has grown out of that particular um, five-step process has grown out of my work with people with traumatic brain injuries and learning disabilities and all emotional kind of issues. Also just wanting to improve your own life and, and get things under control. Now, just quickly before I explain that, when we are using our mind to make a choice and we have we make our choice based on our belief systems and based on what we've implanted in our brain as I've been talking about on these programs when we ask the Holy Spirit to help us when we really connect and we really plug into the Holy Spirit that fire of God is moving through us and influencing our decision making and then into our brain and that's why we see healing manifesting we are allowing the miracle of God to move through us through our choices so we block our miracles and we activate our miracles through the choices God's done it all for us he did it all at the cross but we have to do wake up and use our mind to actually believe what he's done and you know it's true and, and activate that in our lives and so that's the one thing in terms of the timing what we found from science which is why i love so science so much i mean it's god's stuff when we talk science we're just worshiping god we're admiring god because he it's all his stuff he just reveals it to the scientists and we just make give him all the glory and science you, you you say in the book is catching up with 
It's catching up with the it's catching with up the with scripture. So God is using science to prove his truths one step at a time. And, and science dies one funeral at a time because as God reveals to the scientists something more about his glory human body, whatever, then as soon as they think, oh, well, we found the God spot on the brain, or we found, you know, they always, scientists are always trying to prove that God doesn't exist. Not all, but a lot of times, science is trying to prove that God doesn't exist. And as soon as that happens, then God reveals more science. And each time, it's pointing more and more back to, the, to our Creator, that, you know, He's, you, you can't, you know, this is, this is something very strong and I love and the merger real. of science and the and Word scripture. of God. But 21 days, what's there's, this okay, is so a 21-day plan. Yeah, the, twi- the science of the 21-day detox is basically that as over a period of time, uh, within the first 24 to 48 hours, information is built in a temporary state. So you still cause genetic expression, like I've been explaining, and you still have these little protein structures that form, you still grow your trees. But then if you don't do anything within 24 to 48 hours, that energy, th- those proteins will denature, which means they become heat energy. In order to keep them and grow them from a short-term to a long-term memory, you have to actually focus daily, a minimum of seven minutes a day. You need to focus on that information. So if you're studying my book or if you're studying scripture or whatever whatever you're working on, you have to spend a, because um, it's got multiple applications, obviously you're either detoxing something or learning something or whatever. So there's multiple applications. But the point is, is that you spend a daily, you can spend longer, but a daily minimum of seven to 10 minutes. And what that does, it's enough time to actually create the changes that are needed to um, to start converting from short to long to memory. Up to seven days, we and um, what we find happening is that the memory starts converting and the proteins start changing. On day seven, you actually start seeing a change, literally in the external part of the the little branches. That literally, like a, it looks like plants. So you're growing these branches called dendrites. The work is happening on the inside. The building of the conversion and all that stuff is happening on the inside you of the branch. You can actually see the brain changing. The, you can see the brain changing in different ways and different technologies. They can see and that you build all the pieces of the puzzle and you can see change happening. Certain things that they can see happening is that they can see that over a period of from 1 to 21, like little tracks are built made of protein and they're building on the inside of the branches. So these things are actually growing. And then as they get to a certain point, like at seven days, you get a bump on the outside. So the internal work is producing an external fruit. After another seven days, that bump grows a little stalk and it becomes a lollipop shape. And after another seven days, it more or less, it becomes a mushroom shape. And what we know from science is that when something is a long-term memory, the outside of the branches, like on a plant, where if you look at a plant when the, where the leaves grow out, they, make, they have little nodes. That's where we see, when you see the mushroom-shaped nodes, it's basically a long-term memory. And you, you have memory. lots of stories of people that lots have actually been changed. We're out of time. I want to thank uh, Dr. Leaf so much for being our guest this week. And I want to really encourage you to get this book, Switch on Your Brain. We just scratched the surface uh, of this, but the book goes into detail on how you can reshape your brain, change your brain and uh, and your behavior. Uh, You really can change, but you've got to make the decision and you've got to start. Uh, You've got to start somewhere. And so I encourage you to get the book. We'll tell you how in just a moment. Up next, a dynamic young man who went from skateboard punk to starting new congregations for Jews who believe in Jesus. Are you one of the millions of people who struggle with anxiety, weight gain, negative thoughts, high blood pressure? Now relief can be yours. Thanks to Dr. Caroline Leaf's groundbreaking book, Switch on Your Brain. 
Leaf is a renowned doctor whose research into neuroscience uncovered a secret that can lead you to live a happier, healthy life. You control your biology. Your biology doesn't control you. Toxic thoughts can make you sick, but Switch on Your Brain will help you turn off those harmful thoughts today. The easy-to-follow 21-day plan guides you on a path to better living by combining science and scripture. Learn how to harness the power God put inside your brain and activate your body's own natural chemicals and hormones to renew your vim and vigor. God wants you to get your health back. Order Switch on Your Brain today. And when you do, we'll sow a special gift into your life, confessing the Hebrew scriptures, The Lord is Peace by Rabbi Jonathan Bernison. This book combines powerful peace scriptures and serene photographs to put you into a deep and restful place with God. Each scripture is written in English, Hebrew, and the transliteration from Hebrew. A CD including scriptures spoken in Hebrew enables you to learn correct pronunciation so you can confess the scriptures in Hebrew yourself. We will send you these two gifts for your donation of $40 or more. But your donation doesn't just get you two great resources to improve your life. Your donation enables Jewish Voice Ministries to help Jewish people in need around the world, like these Holocaust survivors in Israel and needy Jewish communities in Africa. Your donation helps us provide crucial medical, dental, and eye care to Jewish communities worldwide who suffer from poverty, disease, and despair. And most importantly, when you support Jewish Voice Ministries, you play an important role in fulfilling Scripture telling the Jewish people that their Messiah has come. Our outreaches to Jews in Argentina and the Ukraine have attracted thousands of Jews and their neighbors who heard the gospel for the very first time. They learned that Jesus is the Messiah their Hebrew ancestors had foretold in Scripture because you gave. But there is so much more to do. Won't you help us? Remember, God said He will bless those who bless the Jewish people. Your gift of any amount will bless the Jewish people, but your gift of $40 or more will provide two great resources that can bless you, mind and body. Call the number on your screen now to partner with Jewish Voice. You can also click or write with your gift of support by going to our website, jvmi.tv, or writing to us at Jewish Voice, Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona, 85001. Please specify offer 1326 when giving $40 or more to receive your gifts. Call, click, or write today. A big part of what we do here at Jewish Voice is to spread the good news of Yeshua, Jesus, around the world. We have a dynamic young man of God here who was once a self-professed skater punk. Now he teaches Jewish believers to be leaders and pastors. Liftoff. Well, I grew up, uh, I really had my own confession of faith in Jesus when I was five years old. Uh, that was a sincere and real experience. It was uh, in the living room of my house with a friend of mine. There were no parents around, no adults. Um, so that's how I entered into a relationship with Jesus as a young person. A fella named Asher Intrader was just forming a Messianic congregation uh, in Frederick, Maryland. The name of the congregation is El Shaddai Congregation. And uh, he cold called my parents. He got our phone number from a pastor friend of ours and said, hey, I'm a Jewish guy. We're starting a Messianic Jewish congregation in Frederick and we'd like you to be a part of it. My parents, well, my mom was like, well, we're not Jews. 
uh, what do you offer on Sunday mornings, actually, is what she said. And uh, he said, well, we, we, that's, we actually have a home fellowship on Sunday mornings. We meet on Erev Shabbat on Friday night, and then uh, people take Shabbat at home on Saturdays, and we meet again on Sunday morning for a time of food and fellowship. And so we plugged in at that point and really became part of a local community of almost exclusively Jewish followers of Jesus. So that's really when I got plugged into the Messianic Jewish world, and that was, well, almost 30 years ago now. At first I loved it, and then I started to kind of be like, ah, because at school, everyone thought I was Jewish, uh, and it created a little bit of confusion for me. Uh, and really what drew me out of that, I met a Jewish girl who wasn't a believer in Jesus, um, and really realized that her story and my story were so similar from very different perspectives. Uh, and that's really what drew me back into, into the faith, into searching out God, was the opportunity to connect with a Jewish family that didn't believe in Jesus, but welcomed me into their family. Uh, and that led to all kinds of opportunities to build bridges with the broader Jewish community, not just the Jewish community that believes in Jesus because that's a little bit of an isolated Jewish community, uh, rather the Jewish community as a whole. I mean, I've known Jonathan Burness's name since I was a little kid. Knowing Jonathan's name all my life didn't mean that I had any idea what Jewish Voice did. Um, and in my time in Ethiopia, I saw that in a large from a kind of a large macroscopic view, um, and it captured my attention. So much so uh, that I said to Jonathan and some of the people on the team, Vanessa, Danielle, uh, Ezra, hey, I need to be involved. We don't want to just philosophize and theologize our faith as Jewish believers in Jesus. Now we have the opportunity to do something about it. Um, and Jewish Voice provides an opportunity to do something very practical that's humanitarian. That's great to see your story. Thank it's you. making me feel old right now, yeah. know, knowing me all your, my name all your life. But uh, I want you to talk about what goes on behind the scenes uh, in our work uh, in other countries of the world. Sure. Pe many people have seen pictures of the clinics and the festivals of Jewish music and dance, but that's just the, just the surface. Talk sure. about what goes on after that. Well, that's what we do initially, of course, and then when we get the opportunity to interact with new Jewish believers in Jesus, in Yeshua, we, we want to see them get plugged into local communities of faith where they can really grow in their faith. And uh, doing that not just as uh, uh, new believers in Jesus, but Jewish believers in Jesus, where they can keep their, their family traditions, their faith alive uh, as new followers of Yeshua. It's really now, exciting. Just a few years ago, those communities did not exist in places we're working That's like correct. Ethiopia and Zimbabwe. And you've been with us a, about a year now to really help build those congregations, to actually plant new congregations. Talk about that experience. Well, in the last decade in Ethiopia, uh, we've helped to plant or been a part of seeing the people that we plant plant new congregations of 14 congregations in a decade. And we've seen in, Zim, in Zimbabwe in just about four years, 56 independent congregations from nothing. I mean, like you said, I, I there was people, nothing And I before. want people to understand, these are Jewish believers right. in Jesus, a group that 50 years ago 
barely existed. It's a fulfillment of Bible prophecy. It's very exciting to see that happening. And on the continent of Africa, amongst Jewish communities that the world didn't even know existed for many years. So it's, it's an exciting thing, Jonathan, to the see what the Lord's doing. The tribes of Israel are being found. They were never lost to God, but they're coming to faith in their Messiah and returning to their homeland, the land of Israel. It's Bible prophecy, end time prophecy being fulfilled in our day. Troy, keep up the great work. It's so exciting. Uh, and that's all the time we have for today. Dr. Caroline Leaf is going to be back again tomorrow and I hope you'll join us. Before we leave though, I wanna remind you, as I always do, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. The Bible tells us they shall prosper that love thee. Until next time, I'm Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you. <laughs>